Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to continue the series on The Emperor Has No Clothes and talk about Greg Kinnear. Now, if you are from the younger age bracket, you might not be familiar with Greg Kinnear because his peak was probably a good 20 to 25 years ago. If you are a Generation Xer or a Boomer, you certainly will know who Greg Kinnear is. And look, Greg Kinnear, kudos to anybody who can prolong a career with such little amount of talent. And what, what do I mean by that? Everybody who is in The Emperor Has No Clothes clearly has some talent. Some talent, absolutely. But typically what I mean by no talent is they have little to no range. And I think that's what it, really what it is with all these people, whether it be Rebel Wilson, she plays the same role. We've talked about her. We've talked about John Hamm. We've talked about other Emperor No Clothes, J-Lo. I mean, so Greg Kinnear is no different. They just are different in what they can do with the limited amount of range that they have. So Kinnear is 59 years old, and it's not surprisingly he is from the Midwest because to me, Kinnear has always been a poor man's Tom Hanks in that they both exude middle America, but... Despite I have some episodes here on Tom Hanks, I think Tom Hanks has more talent than Kinnear, than Kinnear, but I think Tom Hanks is way overrated because some people consider Hanks to be the most successful actor of the last 40 years. And I don't think he he's not nearly, uh, should be up there in the top 10 best actors of the last 30 years. But Kinnear kind of has that same vibe, very Midwestern. Kind of like Pitt has this, but Pitt actually has sex appeal. Kinnear never had sex appeal. But I think he's most most lo- closely correlated, I think, to a, a younger Hanks. Kind of like we talked with Nicole Kidman and Naomi Watts. Naomi Watts is like the, the younger kid sister of Nicole Kidman. We talk about Naomi Watts' filmography in her Sexy Saturday edition. But Kinnear is from Indiana. Some of you might know that he was the first host of Talk Soup. Talk Soup was that show on E! where essentially somebody just talks about different snippets. They show snippets from talk shows and they make funny uh, comments about it. Probably the second most famous host of that would maybe be Joe McHale, who later became famous for being on Community and some other television shows. And when he came on, it was called The Soup, but it was essentially the, the successor to Talk Soup. Either way, so Kinnear came from essentially nowhere to start doing television. And how he pulled this off is beyond me because he was doing Talk Soup. And then later on, he had a talk show that did, was not that successful called Later with Greg Kinnear that was in 94 so he was doing Talk Soup uh, until 1995. And around that time, he gets cast. I don't know what Sidney Pollock was thinking about 
in the remake of Sabrina. Sabrina is the remake of the classic, I think it's William Holden and Humphrey Bogart and Audrey Hepburn, if I'm not mistaken, in the original. Uh, but they redo it with with Julia Armand. And we have talked about Julia Armand before. Like she had a peak of like two movies. <laughs> it was Legends of the Fall, which was what, maybe 94 in Sabrina in 95. And then Hollywood realized, yeah, she's not the next it girl. But you have Humphrey Bogart being replaced by Harrison Ford. And then you have uh, William Holden replaced by Greg Kinnear in this remake. And in the original, Holden's kind of like a, a, a cad, really smooth. And Kinnear cannot pull it off. He cannot pull off kind of like this stunted, immature guy. He just can't. He's He can't. And you'll see this later on, how essentially... Kinnear is the same in every movie. And that is something that I always talk about in The Emperor Has No Clothes is what makes them have no clothes is their lack of range. And Kinnear is the same in every movie. But somehow, somehow, he's able to parlay Sabrina and then he gets probably his biggest movie which was in 1997, he gets as good as it gets. And that's James L. Brooks's movie. This is the movie that everybody and their, and their, and their dog got a nomination for this movie. Both Nicholson and Helen Hunt win for as good as it gets. The movie is nominated for Best Picture, loses to Titanic, thank God. And Greg Kinnear, he plays a gay guy in this movie, gets nominated as well. And I talk about kind of the, the, the whole shame of this in the revisit of the 1998 Academy Award. So go back to that episode. So he does that movie. And so he is pretty much, I wouldn't say A-list, but after doing Sabrina and then certainly getting a nomination for as good as it gets, um, it's pretty impressive. Then he goes on and you know, let's follow it up with, oh, I don't know, Nora Ephron's You've Got Mail. He plays the intellectual uh, boyfriend of Meg Ryan. So at the beginning of the movie, Tom Hanks is with Parker Posey. And then Meg Ryan is with our boy Kinnear. And again, he's in top four billing of one of the most important rom-coms of the 90s. So again, hi. But what is he really bringing? Then he does Mystery Men, which I think is a cute Ben Stiller uh, kind of action where everybody thinks they're a superhero, but really none of them are. And so he's in that movie. Then he does Nurse Betty. That is the Morgan Freeman, Chris Rock, Renee Zellweger movie. He's in that. He doesn't really have that big of a role there. Then he's in The Gift, which is a, a movie by Sam Raimi. And written by Billy Bob Thornton, and it has Kate uh, Blanchett in it. Then he does Someone Like You. Someone Like You is a real bad romantic comedy for Ashley Judd, but it's got. Let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity medical conspiracies and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20, 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. So someone like you has a very young Hugh Jackman and Hugh Jackman looks good in this movie. He is cut. This is right after maybe first X-Men. But the, the movie is so bad and he plays, Kinnear plays the the Ashley Judd's like crush. She, she's got a crush on him and they have a relationship and then later on of course she figures out she's meant to be with the cad who is Hugh Jackman. But again, bland, bland, bland. He's in We Were Soldiers, the Gibson movie. And then look, look, he is an autofocus. So autofocus is a movie about Bob Crane. Bob Crane is the actor who is in Hogan's Heroes, who had a very, very sordid past. And so he plays Bob Crane. He plays Bob Crane in this movie. And it, look, it, it's it's kind of a... a He's he is given a lot of laud for doing this movie, and it's perceived to be a pretty good movie. I have not seen it, to be completely fair. Then he does Stuck on You. Stuck on You is a pretty good comedy. That's the one that with the Fairley brothers, and it's Matt Damon and him play twin brothers who are connected, and so it's kind of and it's got Eva Mendes in it too, and they're connected, and so like one of them wants to be an actor, and the other one wants to be a chef. And how they they go about doing their 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 dating life and their professional aspirations, even though they're they're Siamese twins essentially, they're conjoined twins as we would call them, and so they're kind of connected there. Then he does a movie Godsend with uh, Robert De Niro and Rebecca Romaine. It's it's a weird movie in that uh, he is married to Rebecca Romaine, and then a doctor offers to clone their dead son, and of course you know the bad things that come from that. Then he does Bad News Bears. That's the remake with Billy Bob. And he plays the dad, uh, the the rival coach, the mean coach. I think the the, vid- the original was played by Vic Morrow, if I remember. Poor Twilight Zone movie death that he had. So he's still doing great movies. I think the last couple, the good run that he had was Little Miss Sunshine, which was a movie that got a lot of praise. I think it was got to be Academy Award nominations. I think Abigail Breslin Won it for being the little girl in that, but it's got Kinnear, Steve Carell, Tony Collette, and it's just a great little ensemble, tragic comedy, and uh, that was a pretty cute movie. And then he's in Invincible. Invincible is the Mark Wahlberg movie where he's just a regular guy from Philly who wants to get on the Eagles, and Kinnear plays Dick Vermeil, the head coach, and that's in 2006. And to me, after that, just a lot of garbage. Just a lot of stuff that really isn't getting a lot of attention. I would say he was in Baby Mama in 2008. That's the 
polar Tina Fey movie. So he's he's the the, the male rom com lead to one of them in that movie. But you know he's in Miley Cyrus's movie, The Last Song of 2010. He's in I Don't Know How She Does It in 2011. That movie is horrifically bad. Sarah Jessica Parker movie. And just a lot of garbage. Just a lot of garbage the last 10 years. Movie 43. The English teacher. He's got a small role in Anchorman 2. And then so forth. Just just garbage. I mean, the last 10 years is just absolute garbage. Like just straight to DVD kind of stuff. And look, here's the thing about Kinnear. Kinnear is bland. I think I think he is cast, let's say peak Kinnear, about 20, 25 years ago. Kinnear is cast because he does bring a little like intellectual, where, where he's kind of like an intellectual and he's a little nerdy, but he's handsome enough where he is like a handsome intellectual nerd. Whereas opposed to his, his more talented doppelganger, so to speak, Hanks, Hanks is not classically handsome, but Hanks is more charismatic and a better actor. Kinnear is not charismatic. Kinnear typically will play just the straight man or he'll play the dweeb, but he has no range. He is the same in every movie. Is he acting or is he just being Greg Kinnear? Now he will show some you know, a little range of town, like like uh, when I talked about Autofocus, the Bob Crane movie, or you look at Stuck on You, the comedy he does with Matt Damon, he shows a little comedic chops. And again, I'm not saying he doesn't have any talent, but he's got very little talent. And the biggest thing is he just doesn't have a lot of range. He's boring. He is boring, 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 boring. And you look at it as good as it gets, you watch that movie, you're like, why is this guy nominated? I mean, I think it's the optic of him playing a gay character who is kind of abused by Jack Nicholson's character. But he's not anything special in that movie. In fact, he's not anything special pretty much in 95% of the movies. But he's able to have a career because he fits a certain mold. And I think that mold is just bland, middle America. Look, kind of like Paul Rudd took his career later on. Well, Paul Rudd... I think has more comedic talent for sure. But Paul Rudd is that same thing. Bland, middle America, no range. And not shockingly, we have an emperor has no clothes on Paul Rudd. But they're kind of from the same cloth. They're cut from the same cloth. Little, you know, age-wise, it's Rudd and him are actually, you think that Rudd would be younger, but pretty much they're the close to being the same age. But they're kind of the same, just bland middle America. And it just tells you like Hollywood has room for all types of actors. And sometimes in a movie, you just need a bland guy who can hold his own, who plays a straight man, who comes off a little erudite, a little cerebral, handsome enough, but not overly handsome. And Kinnear kind of fit that role for quite some time, but he is dull beyond dull. And I like to talk about 60 Saturdays, how a lot of the women that I pick have personal lives that are pretty bland. And normally in The Emperor Has No Clothes, you can kind of see that like Paul Rudd really has been with the same wife for quite some time. J-Lo, of course, is not. Rebel Wilson just came out as lesbian and had a child with her lesbian lover recently, even though she was heterosexual before that. 
Kinnear is boring of boring. So in his peak run of you've got mail, as good as it gets, he marries a British glamour model by the name of Helen Labden. And they've been married since 99 and they have three daughters together. So kudos to him because you don't really see the marriage at last a long time. And so it's refreshing to see that he is able to do that. And so he's been able to do that. But Kinnear, look, God bless you. I respect you that you are, uh, you know, you, you do have talent, but overall, you just pretty much play the same character in every movie. And I think if you're intellectually honest with yourself, you would admit that you pretty much play the same character in every movie. I will post a poll at the Cinemarack Facebook group and you let me know if you agree or disagree. I'd love to hear from you. Guys, please rate and review this feed because it helps with the algorithm. And as always, there's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal to make a donation and the other one is for the website which hosts all the Eclectico Gregorio feeds, including this one. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.